I'm Brooke. And I'm Lauren. And together we've created Holistically Unfiltered. Be the change you want to see. Build the world that you need. A space to have intentional, unfiltered conversations that help bridge the gap between health and wellness, expanding our consciousness, and learning new truths. Our hope is to empower you to widen your perspective, take radical responsibility, and confidently jump into the driver's seat of your life. We're so happy you're here. Let's jump right in. Hi, everyone. It's Lauren here for a solo episode today. I hope you're all doing really well. Brooke and I took a bit of a, I'll say, an unintentional break um, with recording just due to um, scheduling with one another and Brooke moving home and getting settled and she started a new job and life has just been busy, but we are really excited to yeah, I have a couple of podcast episodes out for the rest of the month and then into the new year, which <laughs> I know this is like the most probably obvious thing to say, but how is it December? How are we staring 2022 like dead in the eye? I find that I find that we feel this every year and I remember somebody years ago um at my high school job telling me the older you get, you know, the years go by so much quicker. And I definitely was like, yeah, okay, sure, whatever. But now I can really attest. Like I like I feel like we blink and, and the year goes by. But, you know, and it's been another interesting year for sure too. So um, anyways, with all of that said, I felt really called to speak about a topic that is, you know, not talked about enough. It's certainly becoming more of a... Um, I'll say a topic that people are opening up about, um, and that's money. <laughs> and if you cringed when I said that, maybe you, um, yeah, without knowing, have this kind of gut reaction to um, talking about money because you grew up not talking about money, or you grew up that money is bad, or that money, you know, no one is to speak about it, and it's so personal, and it's all this, which is true to a degree, you know, we don't want to, you know, flaunt how much we make, or things like that, but what I really want to be talking about in this lens of money is, I I really like this term that I have been using for my own relationship with money, and um, working through a ton of stuff like that. And that is financial health and wellness. Because when we think of health and wellness, of course, it's like our physical body, our mental state, our emotional state, um, you know, even for some of you, our spiritual um, health and wellness. But that is all connected to money. Just as we have, and we've talked about this before in the podcast, um, programming and just these ideas that we don't even necessarily know where we got them or where we came where they came from probably society probably our parents probably our greater fr- family who we've you know seen grow as we grow up and take on things that they do or say again without knowing and it's and it's not necessarily their fault either this is just how how that all works but this subconscious programming that we all have and um if you haven't listened to that episode definitely um go back and listen to it as well but money is is in that. It's in that um, belief system, that emotional um, state that we have with other things. Money is also in that, in that circle, in that, in that program, programming um, 
phase or state, I guess, um, as well. And as we are all probably doing, I am reflecting on this past year, which has been a really big year um, in a lot of different ways. And I am actually doing with Brooke um, and I believe another friend as well, the To Be Magnetic um, Manifestation Challenge. It just started the other day. So I'm really in this like um, reflective mode, like what happened this past year and like how much did I grow and what did we accomplish? And again, I think that's only natural to kind of we think about that at the end of the year. We think about that maybe around our birthdays, that kind of thing. Um And so with all of that, with doing this challenge and then, you know, my goal, my manifestation goal, which I will keep to myself, but um, I've got a big, big goal and then kind of some, I'll say micro manifestations and also just some goals for 2022. Um, I think, uh, you know, I I don't like resolutions. I've never really loved resolutions and it's been a couple years. A couple years ago, I quote unquote broke up with New Year's resolutions where I would just feel so... um, my my analogy or my kind of visual is like my my I had my hands were so tight on the reins and nothing I felt so um in control but not with the things that I wanted to accomplish and the goals that I had every January 1st so what I've been you know trying to do and what we talk about on the podcast too all the time is intentions and um so I have goals and intentions versus resolutions. Um, and I wanted to start them. I've been kind of thinking about them the past couple of months, but I'm really, you know, as we're closing out the year, we have one more month left, um, really getting into that mode and even getting started on some of my goals and intentions. Um, this month, some I've started a couple months ago too, because again, you know, there is no necessary, like starting Jan 1, like all this, you know, you can start at any time. So with all of that said, we're coming back to money here, <laughs> I promise. Um, I, a big, a big goal, and I'm going to say it on this podcast, is to be debt-free by August of 2022. Um, hopefully before, but crunch some numbers. I love, I, I'm not a big math person, but I love looking at my personal finances just to see, okay, how much can we save by this time? How much can I pay off by this time? And August 2022 was um, uh, the the kind of like date or the amount of months that I that I would it would take for me to pay off some stuff, like my car, like some um, yeah straight up credit card debt that <laughs> racked up. And um, I think when we think of money, like depending on what our uh, reality was in terms of growing up. Um, again, this is not placing blame on anyone, neither of my parents, anything like that. But I certainly took on both of my parents, their own relationship with money and how they deal with it and how they see it. But also, um, and this is across the board, like we should be taught this in school. Like we're kind of taught it, but like not really. Um, but budgeting, and it really took me until like moving into this house that I'm in now for, it's been a bit over a year now, actually, at this point. Um, it took me moving into this house to like, okay, what's coming in? What's going out? What's going out when and on which credit card? Because I have two credit cards and I need to kind of switch that up, um, you know, just to just to have the one or, you know, I mean, obviously you can have more than one credit card. It's whatever works best for you. Um, money is so personal and the decisions we make, but 
basically what I'm trying to say is I have been looking at my relationship with money and I have taken actually a lot of like money courses, money specific courses, of course, one with Rena. Um, I'm in it right now and that's what really made me feel called to do a podcast episode on it because I just finished such a beautiful module that actually really showed me we talk so much about, yeah, like the emotional side of money and everything, but we also are talking about like savings and like emergency funds and the importance of that and automation, kind of the more I'll say like logistics side, but there's still an energy component to it. And what it really showed me was, yes, there's always improvement with everything and I am improving um, my relationship with money. For me, it's really showing me that it's emotional, my emotional spending with you know, with money, um, tapping in before I am making a purchase and asking, am I, am I making this purchase because I'm sad (laughs) or am I making this purchase even because I'm happy, but it's like, why am I, why do I want this thing? Why do I think it will, um, obviously if it adds value or obviously there are certainly needs that we need to purchase like groceries and like personal care items and stuff like that. But it's it's kind of like saying, you know, will this add value and then in what way? Like looking at it kind of from like an ego stance, like will this, you know, coat make me feel or like will I will I be a better person because I have this coat? It's like obviously no, you'll just be the same person but with a new coat. And I mean that's one way to look at it. Or it's like, I need a new coat. This coat makes me feel really good and I'm going to buy it because it, yeah, it makes me feel really good. And I actually also do need this coat, that kind of thing. That probably wasn't like the best example, but if you can see kind of how you can really almost like funnel down and like when you ask yourself the questions, you can get to the core of like, okay, like why am I making this purchase? And that's been a really big focus for me because just finishing up this module, I've really realized like, wow, okay, I do have automated savings in place. Um, I've got a chunk that goes to a TFSA wow, okay, I do have a high yield savings account. And these are just my own tips. Again, like it's going to be what works for you and what what works best and even what your goals are, right? Like you want to, you want to see what your goals are first and then make those kind of decisions as well. But of course, savings um, is an an important uh, component to um, financial health and wellness, paying down debt and all of that too, investing and everything all of what that is. But I just wanted to share in case there is anyone out there who is like, whether it's like you are such a good saver, you are so good with your money in terms of like budgeting and everything, but maybe you do have an emotional component or maybe you're the opposite where it's like you do not have any savings in place or you just spend without, you know, you're afraid to look at your bank account, which I certainly was there just a couple years ago, I certainly wouldn't even want to look into my look like log into my bank account. Now I'm like excited and like, okay, like what money do we have here now to to pay down this or whatever? Like just know that if you are in that place that like of fear and just like total avoidance or, you know, anxiousness, um, that you can shift out of it. That yeah, like there's so much amazing content online. There's so many amazing like financial, like young financial advisors on TikTok and Instagram who are really like changing the game again in this financial wellness realm, like especially women, like for so long, you know, maybe not necessarily our generation, but there's generations where like 
women had no idea what their financial situation was because the husband took care of it. And I think it's just so incredible. And, and I am by no means no expert in, you know, saying like advising anyone, but I just want to make this topic kind of known on this podcast anyway. And we really haven't dove into money and emotions and energy and everything like that. But just doing these courses, I've also done um, a Tubi Magnetic Unblocked Money course as well. And it's all like at the core. It's so incredible. It's all like, it's all about energy. Money as an energy exchange. It's all about the emotional side of energy or money, I should say, sorry. It's all about what are you spending and does it match up with your values? Are you spending your money on things that you actually don't want to be spending your money on? For me, that is like fast food. I've been pretty good the past couple of weeks, but there are some times where it's like I'm going to Tim Hortons a couple times a week, a couple times a week for breakfast. And that is typically like a latte, which that's fine. Obviously, you can go get a coffee to go or whatever. But I also grab a bagel. And like for some someone like myself who like I'm not necessarily allergic to gluten and dairy, but who is like sensitive and tries to just like not eat that because it makes me feel better when I don't getting a bagel toasted with plain cream cheese is like not the vibe I'm going for. But when I'm in this such like low self-worth or not prepared, didn't pack my lunch or my breakfast or whatever it was, that is when I feel like I need to resort to stopping in at Tim's before I go off to work or whatever. And what's been coming up for me as I go through like, oh yeah, I do have this savings account open and oh yeah, okay, I do make sure that all my bills are paid and as many automation um, payments are happening as possible. But wow, when I like, I'm just trying to look at my notes here. I feel drained when I purchase fast food. And like, obviously there are going to be some circumstances, maybe going on a road trip or, you know, whatever. Like, I'm not saying I'm never going to go to Tim Hortons again, or I'm never going to go to Subway or McDonald's or whatever. But when I'm in that pattern, when I'm in that rhythm of that drained or low self-worth energy of making those purchases, I'm only like sinking like deeper and deeper. Whereas when I flip that coin, what are the purchases that make me feel energized? What purchases do I make? And this is kind of, this is like, obviously you need, we might not feel super energized when we pay our bills or we may not feel super energized when, um, yeah, you know, you have to like, you have an unexpected payment, uh, for your car or whatever. There's certainly different, um, ways and perspectives of looking at those things. Like, oh, I get to pay my bills. Thank you for, you know, my job. Thank you for my income for allowing me to have a roof over my head to, you know, be able to pay my bills. So there's a way of looking at that. But when I'm talking more about like our spending money, the money that we have that, um, you know, when our bills are paid, our expenses are paid, that money that's left over, um, what are we spending it on? And is it energizing us or is it draining us? Is it in line with our values or is it not? We've sometimes talked about, um, I think maybe briefly on this podcast, but um, this idea of an authentic code. And that is like four or five things that like when you are living with your authentic code, you are doing things daily. Like for me, my like family is so huge for me. It's part of my authentic code. When I weave in time with my family daily, whether that's just even maybe 
a quick phone call or a FaceTime or going for a visit, like that energizes me. I am in alignment with my authentic code when I spend time with my family. I have a couple other things on that as well. And everyone's will look different because everyone has different priorities and different ways of feeling in alignment. Same with money. I'm working through my authentic money code and doing this um, module too with this course that I'm in, I'm really noticing that like I am energized when I'm buying gifts for other people, when I am maybe buying myself a new piece of home decor or like organizational stuff because I'm like a neat freak in that sense, um, wellness products to ca- take care of myself support and, and you know, trying to support small business and buying from small business within all those purchases those really energize me. So if you're not sure what purchases energize or drain you, just think about how you're feeling after you make that purchase. Um, Do you feel buyer's remorse? Do you feel like you're justifying things? Like really, we need to, we need to tune into our own energy and bodies way more than we do. But especially when we are making purchases, because for so many of us, how many of us go to whatever store because we've had a bad day or that whole idea of, um, you know, retail therapy, which is like just such a thing, right? And you go and you don't even look at the price tag of things. You just go and buy whatever and then you tap your card and then you don't know how your credit card bill racked up so much because you're not in tune. Like you're in this different kind of rhythm, this different kind of flow, but it's not and it, you're, you're not aware of it until you do sign into your credit card or, you know, you know, your bank account and go, how the hell did I spend this much money this month? Where, whoa, okay, this $100 here, this $100 there, really, it adds up. And I know that might sound so simple to some people who are like, well, yeah, duh. But for some of us who have been so unconscious to our money, like, you know, um, habits and spending, it's a big wake up call. And especially if we have student debt or a car loan or rent to pay, like all of these things that we, A, want to make sure our needs are covered, but B, we do want to make sure that we are saving for our future. We are maybe saving for that trip that we want to go on, or, um, I don't know, maybe it's a new laptop that, you know, you would really love to have, um, you know, so that you could, uh, run your business more smoothly because of, you know, new, new programs and software. It can look so different to people is what I'm trying to get at. Um, but when we have that money, saved and put away or invested and all of that, that is also an energy exchange as well. So I'm kind of going off on like a whole lack of tangents within this one topic, which money being an umbrella topic is huge. We, I, I could just talk about money energetics. I could just talk about the emotional side of money, but I also do within this podcast, within this um, solo episode, want to just touch on some of the things that I'm doing just to, you know, um, and again, there's no right or wrong, but this is what is working for me. And as I was going through again, this module just now, it really made me realize, wow, I'm actually like, we're all so hard on ourselves for sure. Like I'm someone who's like, okay, I could always be better. I could always be doing, um, you know, yeah, I guess better or like, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I'm trying, I try to balance out the energy of like, I need to be better, but also like realizing kind of like what I am doing and that, you know, I am doing things that are working for me, like these next few tips that I'll share with you. So, um, because I do beat myself up. I I mentioned in a coaching call with Rena, you know, I do make myself wrong with money all the time. I look at my car loan as that's not 
you know, bad debt, quote unquote, because it's like, I need a car. I was so lucky to have gotten a new car. I was able to, um, you know, receive support in that. And now I'm paying off that loan. I don't see that as bad debt. What I see as bad debt being my credit card debt, because I feel like I irresponsibly um, got into that and I paid for things or I got things with money I didn't have at the time. And that is a new standard that I'm going to set for myself is making sure that if I purchase something, I give it a lot of thought, I tune into my emotions, and I also make sure that I have that money already sitting there to make that purchase. And removing the like, we'll deal with it later mentality, which is certainly a program that I have received um, and have taken on kind of myself. So with all that said, I just want to wrap up. And again, I've... (laughs) Who knows if this podcast made any sense? Sometimes I don't know until I listen back myself, but I hope that this topic, um, you know, again, it's a topic that we don't talk about enough. And um, I I do want to talk about that. And financial health and wellness is so important. It's just as important as spiritual, mental, physical, all of it, right? It's in there too, because money is everywhere and money is energy and we need it. We do need it. Um, you know, it is an exchange for goods and services and we need those goods and services to, you know, live on this planet. So, um, of course it's a huge part of our life. And, um, anyways, again, I just want to, um, share these things in case somebody out there is like, oh man, I don't know where to start or I, I'm too afraid to maybe ask for help or no one's ever taught me or shown me, you know, what I should be doing, that kind of thing. So automation is so, so huge. That has helped me so much. Automate in either paying down um, like a loan or um, also saving. So I have every bill that I can possibly have automated. I have it ready and automated to go. Um, if a bill is coming on a credit card, I make sure that my checking account has an automated tra- automatic transfer of that same amount to that card like the day that my card is charged. So that's really helped. I think the one the only thing I don't have automated is my rent because we e-transfer our landlord that, which is fine. So I've set up a reminder on my phone to make sure that at the start of the month at 10 o'clock, if I haven't already e-transferred that money, that I do so. But automation is huge, like massive, 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 and just helps. That's what really helped me when I was like freaking out and all these bills were coming in and my utilities and what do I have to pay when and where and from what account? Automation. The next thing is having savings accounts that aren't like maybe with the bank that you have or that are hidden. You know what I mean? Like, um, so I have a checking account with one bank and then I actually have, I do have investments with an, with a financial advisor. So those funds monthly get automatically deposited there. I get a letter in the mail to see, um, you know, how my yeah investments are going. I have an aggressive and also a very moderate portfolio, um, that I, yeah, set up with a financial advisor. So that's a TFSA that I have automatically going every month. And then I have a high yield savings account with a whole other bank. And I've actually, and this has been really fun for me, but I've actually through, you know, seeing um, kind of my spending habits or things that really light me up and wanting to make sure that I have the money 
set aside to do those things. I've set up four high yield savings accounts. Yes, I said four. <laughs> and I know that might sound aggressive, but I actually put a chunk of money into each each month. So I have different um, goals and it's really cool. Um, I use EQ Bank. Um, so that's a high yield savings account um, or well, it's a bank there's other things you can do with it, but I use it for a high yield savings account. I think you can set up to five or six. So I have four. And what I really like is you can set a goal, um, like a dollar amount, and then you can set what, by what date you want that, um, goal to happen. So what I love to do then is, okay, I have a goal of say, saving $500 by, you know, next, like a year from now. Um, so I think if I'm doing my math correct, and if I'm remembering correctly, it's about $40 a month to, um, just put away. And I love kind of those lower amounts because when you forget about them, they like, they just, again, they get automatically transferred. You don't even think about it. And it actually is crazy how quick things add up, even if you're just putting like little amounts into each account. Um, so just to share, just for interest, if anyone is interested, I have a emergency fund, but what I really like to call it actually is a prepared fund. I find emergency kind of has like a really, like just the word that I just don't love the energy of that word. So I like to say that it's a prepared fund. It's a fund that it will take me a bit longer to save up for, but it's going to be a fund that has the amount of money that I would need. So say if I lost my job or if I was in between jobs or whatever, or, you know, life happens and who knows what, I have three to 12 months worth of living expenses um, set aside, all ready to go in in this prepared fund. So um, I believe the money goal that I have, is it 12 months? See, this is where I'd have to double check. I know it's not three, it may be six or 12 months. Um, but it's a big chunk of cash that, you know, will take me a bit longer to save for, but I know that when it's there or as it's growing, it's this cushion of, yeah, just in case anything did happen. Um, I've got, I've got something to fall back on essentially. Love that. So emergency, or again, I call it a prepared fund. And what I love is that like, I've actually like labeled all these accounts. So it's not like just like a random number. It's like, this is my prepared fund. And then my next fund that I'll, that I'll tell you about is, um, gifts. So I've labeled it gifts. So, um, again, I have a couple hundred dollars that I'd like to, to save for. And this is for when birthdays come up, when, um, you know, Christmas rolls around and you're like, Oh my gosh, I have so many people to buy for. Thankfully my family, we, we do secret Santa now. (laughs) So I don't have as many people to buy for, however, I know that, you know, if, um, or even if I just want to like you know, pay the bill. If I go out to lunch with a friend or family member, like I have that money there and it's not, it's something that I want to do. Plus I have those savings there to support me in doing that. The next fund I have is kind of like a life fund, which I know might confuse like when we're looking at the prepared, but life fund is things. So what I noticed too, as <laughs> I mean, I'm 25 going on 26 and I'm, I was about to say, as I'm becoming an adult, I still don't feel like I'm an adult, <laughs> but as I've, you know, I've lived on my own now or well with roommates, but like I live away from family. I have a lot more, um, what's the word responsibility in terms of, you know, making sure my car gets its oil changes every year. Um, well not just once a year, multiple times a year. Um, making sure that I, you know, 
get winter tires on because where I live, we get crazy amounts of snow some winters. Um, so kind of like car expenses, but also I, um, I do delegate my, um, taxes. I, I, I pay someone to do my taxes. Um, I'm trying to think of, uh, what else? Oh, random things like license sticker renewal every year. I just get the yearly one. I should really get the two-year one. But that's another thing is I don't get the two-year one because I see that amount and I go, oh, I don't have that money right now. I'll just get the the lower amount, the one-year one. Um, and then, you know, I pay life insurance every year. I've got renter's insurance I have to pay every year. So these like not as, you know, not monthly expenses, but these expenses that still happen. So I actually have a note on my phone called well, it's just a dollar sign. So I guess it's just called money. But I have um, I have it set up where um, I have my monthly expenses and I actually have a checklist so I can see where I'm at throughout the month. And I've got everything, you know, um, organized from the start of the month in terms of date to the end, the amount, um, what it is, and then what account it's coming out of. So I really like doing that. And then with that, so those are like all my monthly things. And then my yearly things are those things I was just talking about, like license sticker renewal. I mean, I just had to get a new driver's license. That was like a hundred bucks. Again, yeah, life insurance, winter tires off, winter tires on, any any like car stuff, right? That's a little more unexpected too. But these like bigger things that happen on a yearly basis that we, again, maybe just don't budget for or don't think of. So that's another account that I am putting money in so that when those expenses come, I pull from that account. Awesome. Thank you. I have that money. I will, you know, continually have savings in that um, going in. So then it'll be reimbursed essentially. And that makes me feel really prepared for those um, types of things. Um, What else is my other account? I should almost have it right in front of me. Oh, fun money. How could I forget about that? So again, I have an account um, uh, money goal. Uh, by a certain date. And not that, you know, I feel like the dates are like super necessary. I just go from like a year from now type of thing to like see how much I would put in monthly and to see what also worked within my budget that I could put in monthly too. So keep that in mind. Um, But fun money. So like if I do want to go on that shopping trip or if I do want to maybe go for a weekend away and book an Airbnb, I've got a chunk of money there that I can use totally guilt-free because that's an emotion that comes up with me, guilt and shame. I'm sure a lot of people have that emotion with money with whether or not you've realized that or know that. Um, but yeah, so like fun money, just like, yeah, or it's like, I don't know, maybe I want to buy, I'm trying to think of what I, I mean, what I would really love right now is a Vitamix and a Dyson vacuum. Just, I don't know why that is like the most adulting thing, but anybody who really knows me also knows that I'm, I just like love home stuff and I love like, I just love top quality or like very high end, just which I think, you know, equates to a quality, um, like home stuff. (laughs) I've always been like that, but now that I have my own home and I just like know the products that work for me and that I like, um, my mom has a Dyson and I'm obsessed with it. So just stuff like that, that is just, um, I know might not be fun for some people, but, or, you know, maybe, um, maybe getting a new phone or like whatever that is, like whether that is like the shopping trip, the weekend away, that appliance that you're wanting or whatever, again, having that fund there. So, um, I'm just trying to think again. So I've got like a prepared fund. I've got a gifts fund. I've got a, um, 
fun money fund. Man, there's a fourth one. I know this. And I'm going to sign into my bank right now because I want to make sure that I capture this for you. Um, just give me one second. I'm literally doing this in real time here. Okay. Let's see here. Why is it taking so long to load? <laughs> Anyways, if it doesn't load, that's fine. But oh, here we go. Okay. So and I love it. It shows you the total that you have. And then it also shows you um, the breakdown of accounts. Oh, I did cover them. All. Okay. Yeah. So prepared gifts, life for those, yeah, like life expenses that happen yearly. Um, and then fun. So fun money. So I love that. Yeah, I can have all of my accounts. I can look at the whole, like the total of all of them. And then I can look at individually what amount each one has high yield savings account. We want to make our, you know, we want these things to, um, help expand our money. So, um, uh, a bank account, a savings account with a high interest, um, on it will, you know, do great things for your money over time too, right? It's, that's essentially free money. These, um, you know, couple dollars here and there, like they definitely add up. So, I just really love that. I love my checking account for all of my like utilities and rent and just bills and stuff. And then, um, of course, we've got our credit cards. My new standard with credit cards is making sure that if I do make a purchase on a credit card, I have the money to immediately pay it off. Credit cards are great. You know, like I think they also um, get a bad rep as at times because, I mean, I would say for the majority of people, like, there you we have credit card debt and they are used for these bigger unexpected things because we weren't maybe prepared or didn't have that money you know at that time and that is okay these things happen how can we learn from them right so i love like i have an uh, a credit card that collects air miles i have so many air miles because i have like monthly bills i put my groceries on my air miles like these things add up um, a couple years ago, I redeemed my air miles for this beautiful set of luggage. Um, my goal for my air miles now is either a Vitamix or a Dyson. Um, I'm also trying to, this is like a micro manifestation, but I'm also trying to manifest <laughs> a Vitamix or a Dyson. So we'll see which one. Um, but then I also have these air miles that I can use to redeem for something as well. So, I mean, or, or there's cash back credit cards. Like there's, there's use for them, of course, you know, building up good credit, all of that. But we want to use it in a way where we do have the funds to then pay it off, which I haven't totally operated from that, you know. So I hope this helps. Automation, um, you know, in terms of paying things off, in terms of saving for things, different bank accounts and different, you know, for different uses, um, labeling our accounts to make it fun to see, okay, this account with this goal, here's here's how, you know, far along we are and everything like that. So again, I am no expert, um, in money in, you know, like this is just what's been working for me. This is from someone who is healing a ton of money wounds and like a ton of like programming and, but also someone who is celebrating how far they've come in the past year or two with shifting their, their, um, money mindset and emotions. So financial health and wellness is, has just been such a huge topic for me lately. And also as someone like on a single income, um, who has also had these programs where it's like, you have to get married to have like, to be able to buy a house and like have this dual income thing and blah, 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 where I'm like really trying to like shift that mindset of like, no, like I can a take care of myself, um, which 
I love and that makes me very proud. Um, but also that I can, you know, save and achieve these things like buying a house down the road, um, you know, in future paying for bigger purchases in cash in full because I'm making these habits. I'm setting these standards now. So I just want to, yeah, just wanted to do a, a solo episode on this. I hope it serves you. Um, I am so open to having these kind of conversations. And again, I am, I am no expert, disclaimer. However, this is just what I'm doing and what works for me. And you have to look at your situation and kind of, again, those programs and those beliefs that you do have um, just to see kind of what you're working with and what will work for you moving forward. So I hope again that this serves you. Thank you so much for listening in. Um, and thank you so much for everyone's support. The Spotify, um, like wrapped podcast stuff people tagged us in and that was podcast stuff. I don't know why I just said that. I don't, I don't know how else to describe it. I know you know what I'm talking about. Um, I just have a free Spotify account. I'm actually shocker and Apple music person and podcast person, but so I don't do the Spotify rap thing, but I love seeing people's and we had a couple of people, um, we were like their top part of their top five podcasts and they tagged us in it. And just thank you so much. That just really, um, reignites our, you know, like love for doing this and life certainly has happened. And, you know, we, um, weren't able to record as much as we wanted to, but that does not mean that we are going anywhere. We are still here. And I definitely wanted to, or I I should say, I felt called to share this, um, topic with you today. So thank you all. Um, we will be back with some more episodes and I hope you're all enjoying the start of December Christmas and just like this holiday season is like my favorite time of year and I hope ooh it's 11-11 love to see it I um I hope that you all just have a beautiful holiday season and um yeah start of a new year 2022 all right we'll talk to you later bye thanks so much for listening if you have any questions or ideas for a podcast topic email us at holisticallyunfiltered at gmail.com You can find us on Instagram at holistically.brooke and at holistically.lauren and on TikTok at holistically.unfiltered. Subscribe to our monthly email by clicking the link in the description. And subscribe, share with your friends and fam and leave us a review. See you next time. time.